Tracy Mack. Listen, I am waiting in the car. Y'all know I get places early, so I have time to wait and either do, I'm doing one of three, four things. I'm either catching up on conversations with, with people or, or tripping on the phone, uh, just like anybody else. I'm either listening to music. Sometimes I'm just thinking. And um, I was just thinking about uh, cancer, it being Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, and I don't have on pink, but uh, I, I do want to shout out to those women, especially black women, because we have a higher mortality rate, who are breast cancer survivors. Um, it is a ravenous thing. So to survive it is amazing. And even any other form of cancer, because can you imagine how scary it is for you to hear the words, you have cancer, come from a doctor? Now, I've heard those words before. I have and it was so scary it shook the core of my being and for two years two years they were trying to find it they said Miss McNeil we know you have cancer but we can't find it all of your blood work points to cancer and we can't find it so for two years I was a little guinea pig and at research hospitals and everywhere trying to find this cancer. I had tests from the rooter to the tutor several times. I mean, brain scans, upper GIs, lower GIs, uh, bone marrow. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. I went through 26 hours of labor when I was pregnant with Jada without an epidural because they didn't give me one in time. By the time they gave me an epidural, they were rolling me into the ER to do a cesarean. And let me tell you, the only pain I know that is anywhere near labor for 26 hours is a bone marrow biopsy. It is so painful. So when I hear people going through these things, my heart goes out because I can empathize with the you have cancer because I've heard that before. But I can't sympathize because they never found it. In those two years, my blood work would fluctuate. Sometimes it would be sedimentation rate would be high. Y'all know all those terms, your white blood cells, red blood cell count, all that kind of stuff. So on paper, I looked very sick. And so I went through the process and the procedures to try to find this thing. And they couldn't find it. And so sometimes my blood work would be clean. Sometimes they say it was lupus. It was just this whole thing. And that messes with your mind, you know, if you let it. And so it was different doctors, different research hospitals, different this, different. And I mean, even affects your money. People who have sickness and diseases, it medical bills, because y'all know, I've told the testimony. We were about 16 days from bankruptcy over hundreds of thousands of due to hundreds and thousands of medical bills. Mm -hmm. And so when someone is sick, it don't just mess with your body and your mind. It mess with your wallet, mess with your relationships because people get tired of being around sick people. You know what I'm saying? So I want to just shout out the strength and the resilience to any woman, not just black woman, even though mortality rate is higher. Any woman who is a breast cancer survivor and then anyone who is a cancer survivor. I had the wonderful opportunity to go to many, but a specific uh, ceremony when you get to ring the bell uh, for your last chemo treatment, because that can be grueling, so grueling. And I think a lot of times the humility I have comes out of those things. Because I'm going to tell you to this day, every now and then my blood work does go haywire. And if it's a new person, they will look towards carcinogens in my bloodstream. 
or they will look towards uh, lupus. So sometimes I think that kind of stuff keeps me humble because at any given moment, you know, it does, I'm not afraid. I had to lose the fear a long time ago. I had to work through that thing though. But at any given moment. And then when I do uh, go for iron infusions, and thank God they're happening even less. Uh, I used to go once a month, then once a quarter, you know, but they're happening even less. Haven't even had to have one since I think June, June, might have been June, early July. But anyway, haven't had to have an iron infusion, so I'm grateful for that. But while I'm there at the cancer center getting my iron infusion, or I call it my vibranium, <laughs> I see people come in there weak and sick who they're getting their chemo. So even sometimes when I'm not a part, I'm probably going to cry, but it's going to be okay. When I'm not a part of someone ring the bell, you know, I heard one lady, she even had the song, you can ring my bell playing <laughs> during her, um, ringing, uh, ringing of the bell ceremony. And I've had friends and family members, even, you know, who, uh, part of those ceremonies because it means a lot to survive that, that, that toxic thing that's happening to your body and you're able to fight through it because some don't. You know, and so I just want to shout out, you know, I know it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month and I want to make an emphasis on that, but any form of cancer that you have survived, you know, and, um, you know, sometimes I know some of my dark times and I hope this blesses or helps somebody. Um, a lot of things that kept me and y'all know it was music. You know, sometimes people's words aren't enough and a song, uh, you know, a song will do. You know, and um, it's just kept me, it's always been all kinds of music. Mind you, I, I would, when I grew up very early, we had different kind of music in the house. But when my parents got good and saved, we couldn't listen to nothing but gospel. Nothing but gospel. Nothing. Choir, quartet, yeah. And because it took them a little while to even let stuff like Commission and Fred and, and all this stuff. It took a minute. I had to really work that thing in with my people. Because even so... <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, it, we could not listen to what some people call blues music or secular music at all. Some of y'all live these real relaxed, sanctified lives, but we grew up, I'm going to say holiness or hell. You know, it was more charismatic style, but that was just the way it was. And so, it, it and growing up, I will tell you, I was not a, a problem child in any way. You know, I, I was very obedient. It, it was easy for me. I did what I was told. And, and got along. I, I wasn't resistant. I didn't feel um, abused in any way, even though anybody back raised in the 70s and 80s, how we were raised, 60s, 70s and 80s, should I say, how we were raised, it would probably be translated as abuse now. But I didn't see it that way. I just, hey, you do this? Oh, you want me to do this? Okay, I'll do it. I was very compliant. But one thing that I used to get with my parents was secular music. I just had to listen to all kinds of music. And uh, I mean, because in my house on Sundays, and I was raised in Havelock area, Cherry Point in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Shout out to all my uh, Cherry Point people and Havelock people and Harlow and anybody who met Jacksonville. You know, those were my main areas where my dad was uh, stationed, Jack Jacksonville and Cherry Point. So the only one radio station, black radio station. They played gospel music on Sunday mornings. We got Inspirations Across America with Burke Johnson. Y'all remember? Inspirations Across America. Oh, oh. 
Y'all remember that? That was the only time you got gospel. So that's the only way you could hear new gospel music. And then you could go and order it and buy it and all that kind of stuff. But uh, during the week, Q97, they just played secular music. But I loved all kind of music. And uh, I think I told a story on one of the podcasts. I'm going to have me another radio show one day with music. I started doing it with the first season of the podcast. But when I switched platforms, the new platform doesn't allow music without copyright infringement issues. But Spotify did. But I'm going to... I'm going to do that music thing if it's nothing else for me and those music lovers like me who like all kinds of music. But anyway, uh, I used to go to sleep at night with my face laying on the clock radio with the cover over my head and it turned down real low just to listen to music. I loved me. I, lo I still do. And uh, because it was not allowed in our house. Uh, so, and I'm like, wait a minute, we came up on it. But then, like I said, when they got good and saved, all that went in the trash, literally. And so, <laughs> it was just, you know, music, you know. And I've always liked to listen to it loud. Um, oh, I, I remember one time, y'all, let me tell you this story. With me and my loud music. And I happened to work at a place back in the early 90s at a place called Tire Town. Shout out Belinda if you're watching. Belinda and Alan Linder. I worked at Tire Town. And, and um, matter of fact, that's where I met Owen. But I didn't know Owen at this time. And Alan used to uh, do car shows uh, and, and, and stereos and stuff. So he had tricked out my little Festiva. Yeah, I drove a Ford Festiva. But it was hot. It was it was sweet. Uh, he he did pinstriping on the side for me. I had, I had um, rims. <laughs> My little festival, but I had some booming speakers in the back and a woofer. Yeah, it was small, but I used to be kicking because I like my music loud. So um, I was directing the choir at my dad's church. Shout out Ambassadors for Christ, Ambassador Rice, if y'all looking and listening. And I always, like now, arrive very early. So I'm booming, but I, I got secular music going. Matter of fact, it was, y'all remember uh, Tevin Campbell? Uh, Can We Talk for a Minute, Tevin Campbell? He had another song called um, Along With You. And I ain't had nobody that was that serious to tell me those words, but I just used to like to sing the song. Y'all remember? He said, I just want to be alone with you. There is nothing else I'd rather do. Oh, that car was just so pretty. And I was booming. I mean, windows was vibrating and everything. But when I pulled up in the church parking lot, it were no cars there. And I'm the type, if I have time to let a song finish, I'm going to let the song finish. As the other songs say, let the music play. You know what I'm saying? So I pulled up in the church park, like no cars there, got the windows down, and I'm I'm getting it. Hey, you know, I'm feeling it, right? And around the corner, here comes my dad. Now, I didn't know because he used to could park his car in the back, and but I didn't know he was there. I didn't know Bishop Jones was in the parking lot. And I saw him walk around. And I couldn't get to my, my controls fast enough. And I was trying to not only turn it down, but put on commission or somebody just so he wouldn't get me. But he had already heard the lyrics and he said, ah, you want to be alone with the Lord? <laughs> <laughs> the life of a PK, a preacher's kid and a bishop's kid, I'm telling you, it ain't for the squeamish. But I was like, no, no, I'm, 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 I couldn't get it right. Turn that music down. Yes, sir. But I'm telling you, music just been my thing. So, I mean, all that to say, for those who are survivors, uh, even Beyonce, I'm a survivor, I'm not going to give up, I'm going to work harder. You know, whatever it takes. And I know music is not the healer. God is the healer. But baby, it can, healing vibes, healing vibrations can ride in on the right types of music. It may not be none of the songs I just mentioned, 
But find your groove, find your frequency, not only in, in, in with music, but in life. When you get on that right frequency, and even like I said, the humility that I still have, because life is fragile, not just because a test result can pop up on me in any given moment, but life in and of itself is fragile. Hey, we in a pandemic. And if you've lost a loved one, hey, go back and listen to the episode on Black Women's World Podcast, shout out. Um, no, no, no shame. Uh, to the episode grief, it's complicated, it's personal, and it can be complicated. Uh, but there's some tips and tools we have to try to help. Uh, and shout out to the, B I'm a sister needs to gear right now, BWWP, because listen, if you ain't a black woman, you may want to be one, or if not, get to know one. <laughs> but anyway, I just want to shout out to those breast cancer survivors, those cancer survivors. If you get to ring the bell, baby, ring your bell. If you have a, a, another type of illness, Allow humility to teach you some things, how to treat people, how to treat yourself, you know, and uh, if at all possible, let the music in your life play. Let it play. Okay, so I'm Tracy Mack. Much love and peace. An Amazon best-selling author with an ARC Book Club Incorporated five-star rating and your self-discovery companion, Tracy Mack is setting positive change ablaze with her three incredible books. Do you lead? What if there was a resource specifically designed to sharpen thought systems and optimize wisdom for the keen mind of our C-suite professionals, progressive leaders, and social change agents? Well, there is. Thought Systems, How Progressive Professionals Nurture Their Wisdom. Tracy Mack has brilliantly created a comprehensive collection of wisdom principles for those who lead, ultimately benefiting those who choose to follow. Your solution has arrived. If you are ready to live an amazing life of change with sustainable results and measurable success, get your copy of one or all three of these awesome books where fine books are sold today to start your journey. You've been listening to Black Women's World Podcast, the BWWP, brought to you in part by Tracy Mack Solutions for Life Institute Coaching and Training Services. No doubt you have enjoyed being in our world. And it doesn't have to stop here. Head on over to blackwomensworld.com. This is my personal invitation to you to stay connected with me on social media and more. I'd love to see you there. And I'm so grateful you came to be with me here. Invite someone else to join you in our kingdom next time so they can feel the vibe of our tribe of Sister Nistas and Sister Nista lovers too. Remember to be kind, be authentic, be generous, be excellent, be grateful, and while you're at it, go ahead and be extraordinary, because that's just what Sister Nistas do, on purpose through mission with passion and compassion. It's a black woman's world, baby, and you, my Sister Nista, are proof. I'm your self-discovery companion, your professional peacemaker, and your host, Tracy Mack. Wherever you are in the world, may you love and be loved by somebody. Peace.